What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the One Up Form Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan J. Ingram here. And as always, you all know what we do here. We get innovators, business owners, entrepreneurs, high impact players within the space to get an understanding of what are they doing outside of their career and work to be successful in what they do on a consistent basis. And I always look to bring different perspectives and different insights. And I'm excited to bring this guest on, Juliana. And we met through Instagram. So if you all listen to I believe episode 25, we brought on Laura and she gave us her story and you know, she's on Instagram doing a great stuff with Reels. Uh, so I went on her IG live and Juliana was in the audience and we connected and now I was like, we need to hear more about what she's got going on because she's got some really cool stuff that I wanted to, to bring her on the show for and that you all are gonna hear about. Real quick. I want to show some love to one of our sponsors, Lesson Lee, and my guy, Kyle Lacey over there. It's a powerful yet simple readiness and training software for high growth sales teams. And as we all know, it's a virtual environment, so it's really important to have the remote teams on the same page so they can deliver amazing experiences to the customers and prospects. And I love their motto, by the way, do better work. Check them out. They're helping major brands like HelloFresh, Goodwill, Birchbox, and Thrive Market do success. And a lot of their clients are saying that their software gives them a lot more confidence in the way that they onboard their new reps and their existing reps. That's massive. So if you're in the market for it, check them out. Easy to use, easy to adopt. It's Lessonly.com. So it's L-E-S-S-O-N-L-Y.com. And you can also click the link in the show notes to get there as well. So quick background on her. What, what, where's, what is she from? What is she doing? So she's really gotten really big into Instagram, experiment expert, social media coach, and not just Instagram, but does a lot of other things. So if you're looking to bolster yourself on Instagram, you're looking to get those results on Instagram, this is the person to talk to. And she's been continuously building this business for, for quite some time and is helping others manage their different marketing platforms and the way they go about Instagram. So, you know, I'm really excited to have her on here, the show to dive deeper into like what is making her successful. But Juliana, before we go further and ask you a couple questions, was all that accurate? Anything you want to tell the audience before we dive into it? Hi, Morgan. Thank you for having me. I am excited. Um, I know we've been meeting each other for quite a while now, back and forth to make this happen. So, yay. I'm glad that we're here. So hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And my name is Juliana Van. I'm from Sarasota, Florida. I'm a mom of two. And I'm also a nurse. I have a bachelor's in nursing. I worked as an oncology nurse for five years at a local hospital. And due to a sports injury, led me to be immobilized for a full year. That led me to my mindset um, my mental health suffered, my mindset, you know, and confidence really decreased a lot. So I was always into social media, um, always promoting and helping people on the products and things that I, that I like and sharing with family and friends. So I decided to dive in into social media and I had the opportunity to start managing a couple of corporations here in Sarasota. And also my husband's business, I, I managed, he said, you know, I have, he had no 
online presence at all. He was starting a new business and here I am. I'm like, okay, awesome. I will help you. I'll figure it out. (laughs) I will help you for sure. So I started like diving into how to grow organically on Instagram and how to really, you know, grow an authentic following. And I started like learning and studying really proven organic methods for success on Instagram and social media. So I I managed his page. I started his Instagram from scratch with success. And I managed other two corporations at that time as well. So I saw the power of not just social media, but Instagram. I saw how powerful it is. So I decided to start my own page. And I was like, you know, going back to the hospital, it was not, it was not an option for me. I was still in pain no more running. I was an avid runner, like jogger, doing mm. like high impact exercises and stuff like that. My surgeon told me, I'm sorry, you will never be able to run again and you will never to be able to do high impact activities as before. So I was like, well, well, let's see. I, I, I don't like to take no as an answer. That's just me. Right. You're like, you're like, okay, thanks for letting me know that, but I'm, right. we're going we're gonna to make sure we can get through this. I'm a little stubborn sometimes. And I just like to see things as they kind of happen in my life and see where they go. Absolutely. So I just have like, okay, well, thanks for letting me know. Right. Thanks for the encouragement, but let's, let's see what happens. Uh, because as a nurse, I know how my body works. And yep. I knew that if I start getting more strength, probably, then I could do some strength around my my legs and my body to, to kind of support my ankle. It was an ankle fracture. So, um, so what I was at? Oh, so I started my page on Instagram because I wanted to start helping, inspiring other moms mm-hmm. out there that might feel same as where I was, not knowing what to do. So I knew that after a lot of praying, like I, I'm a Christian and I pray pretty much if I, if I wasn't for my faith, I would probably be in a different place. (laughs) But after a lot of praying, I said, what should I do? Going back in my feet, running the hallways Mm. at a hospital for 14 hours was not an option. So I needed to do something. So that kind of like led me to Instagram. I saw an ad on Instagram that said, hey, you can do, you can earn money through Instagram being an influencer. So that caught my interest. Mm. So that's how I started my page, Health, Fashion, and More at that time, about almost two and a half years ago. Okay. So I started it and I kept learning and learning all the ins ins and outs of the algorithm and how to work it. So I started to grow and I grew my page to 20,000 followers just in that year, yeah. all organically. And that's how people started flocking into my DMs until I had my first client. Like, I will never forget that time. Like, hey, you know, I see that you're great at Instagram giving tips. I started giving all these free tips. And, and it's a great it's a great feeling, right? Great feeling to have like you... We're trying to figure it out. You were learning and then you're like, whoa, okay, like I'm actually getting a client here. And obviously that's escalated some more, which, you know, we'll dive into those components, but that's like an exciting feeling that like, oh, like I didn't really know what I was doing here. And now it's evolved into something more. Yeah. 
and my goal was really to help other people and inspire uh, with my story because I believe we all have a story. Absolutely, something has happened in your life that you just got better. You yeah. know how to get up and start moving and pushing forward. So I wanted to share that side, which I never, I was never expecting to, to now be in the coaching, and then opening my agency and do all this stuff. So when I had my first clients, I knew that I had something in there. So, you know, one, one year later, here I am in the no. coaching industry. I love it. I mean, this is a great story and a lot of people can feel empowered and inspired by it, especially for those on, on the side that, you know, like you said, are moms and things of that nature. So I actually want to dive into something that you talked about. You mentioned you had an injury and that immobilized you for, I believe you said a year. What was the number one thing that you learned during that time while you were injured? What was something that you reflected on that you like, you look back on the injury and like, you know, obviously we wish injuries on no one, but what's something you learned in that moment? You're like, well, okay. Like I'm in this injury. This sucks, obviously. But what is something that you learned through that? You know what? I know you're, I mean, as a nurse, nurses could be the worst patients. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew like, I will be calling my, my surgeon and be like, I'm in such a horrible pain. Like it was, I had an excruciating pain the first week and yeah. I was in narcotics. They put me in narcotics and I have never, ever taken a narcotic before. So I went into, uh, I had a reaction to all of this narcotics that it woke me up in the middle of the night. I was punching my husband. I had nightmares, yeah. sweating profusely. It was not a pretty picture. Yeah. Like that was my lowest ever like I have gone through other things but I think that week you know of seeing myself like this I was like first of all I want off of this narcotics I have two kids my daughter was three and my mm -hmm. son was three months old and yeah, I was so still breastfeeding and I was still had to and I have like a cast crying in pain you know I'm and also taking my bachelor's I was also I had only two more classes Mm -hmm. to finish my bachelor's in nursing. I was taking it online. So I was calling my surgeon and said, you need to take me off narcotics. I cannot function. And I don't think they're helping me either. And um, you need to give me a solution for this. I'm a mom. I need to function. I still need to finish my, my bachelor's. Yep. And, you know, we got to do something. Please help me. So he kind of just told me, oh, just do this take some Tylenol and Motrin every da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, that's kind of, that's what I thought, but okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I kind of just myself, just kind of like, just, just had to deal with it. Just deal with the pain. You just yeah. deal with the pain. So I was like, I will fall asleep just crying. Like I will be right. Remember in the couch with my cast, I will be like in so much pain. I will be praying yeah. to God. I'll be like, please heal me, heal me. And I will be sleeping. Yeah. Just from the pain. My mom was here watching the kids and my husband too, took a week off from, from his own work. So it was a difficult time. But at that moment, I'll be like, my life changed 360, right? From being obviously a nurse, but also very active, having a very active lifestyle to that. Yeah. To like totally immobile in, in such a horrible pain. I saw life differently. 
might sound cheesy, but it really like now I'm having other people like I'm a dependent. Yeah. I have other people to take care of me now, especially my husband. He had to like walk me like I had to have like <laughs> this are like sponge bath and like I cannot do nothing for myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like it's a it's when you're used to doing all the things for yourself and now you have to depend on other people. You're like, uh, yeah. I really don't want to ask you for help, but I have to. There's no other, there's no other the choice. Patient. I am the yep. patient and I'm like now my mom was my nurse, pretty much my mom and my husband. They were taking care of me. Um, but I learned patience, mm. patience, a lot of patience and humbling yourself. Yeah. And sometimes you are running too much in your life. I think like you, I think people are like, what's next? What's the next project? What do we do next? And, and that's how I was. That's how I was always like, okay, I got my three, 14 hour shifts. I'll be like resting the next day and then doing, what do we do? What do we do next? And let's go do this. Like, but then this really being immobilized and having other people taking care of me. It really taught me, number one, patience, yep. humbling yourself and really enjoying and being grateful for the things that are present, the things that you have right in front of you, which in my, in my, in my life and my thing right there was my kids, three more old baby that I could not even be on the floor. So that's why I was a little bit got depressed because as a mom, yeah. I was I cannot be on the floor with him. I cannot play. The only thing I could just do was just holding him at that time. So yeah, uh, my mental health suffered the whole year. But like I said, it was through my faith. I will be like reading the Bible, listening to motivational podcast, which mm-hmm. helped me kind of elevate my mental health and my confidence as well. Um and motivational audios and reading the Bible. Those were the two things that helped me. Yeah, no, I mean, this is all great insight that you're, you're sharing and also just a, a journey of I'm doing things myself. Now I can't. Now I have to lean on other things. Like you said, prayer for whatever everyone does here, uh, reading motivational things and also having that patience and humbleness. And yeah, you know, society right because of instagram i'm about to ask you about a question about instagram before we go into the three things but instagram there's tiktok there's i don't know i guess if you want to go on facebook right there's there's a yeah. lot of different social media sites and it always shows you like this is what's happening so it's like okay like what's next for me like that person went to italy now i have to one-up them and go to wherever right so like that's how the social media like you fall to that trap so as a person who is an instagram coach you are on instagram and you are posting content how do you how do you talk to yourself of not thinking about what's next when it's like, hey, I'm at 20,000 followers, but we want to get 100,000. Then it's like 250. Then it's like 500. Like, how do you how do you not have that mindset? Because a lot of people listening in probably have that mindset and maybe they want to change it. Mm, yeah, no. And all that whole year, uh, while I was like, like that immobilized, that's what I said. I kind of like said, I have two, there's two options. Right. I can either be and feel miserable and just like kind of just led day by day, just taking me without no purpose or really get back on my feet, literally, yeah. which it took me about a year 
get back on my feet and really have a purpose in life to help others, which I always love to help. That's why I went to the nursing field. But I, I felt like there was something that got led me through this journey that mm-hmm. led me to the path of trying to inspire the next generation and help others that are feeling that are stuck in something or they are encaged in their own fear mm. or, or limiting beliefs. You can do anything that you put your mind to. So I was, like I said, I had two classes to finish my bachelor's. And I said, I am not going to let, I work so hard for yeah. this. I'm not going to let this immobilization problem like derail me from, from my dreams. Mm-hmm. So in that week after I kind of like the pain was bearable, I was still having a lot of pain with the cast and everything. Um, I, I was there in my kitchen table with three pillows with my leg up and typing, doing all my research work, yep. trying to finish the thing. I was not going to let that derail me and, and stop me from happening. So I finished my bachelor's, which that was my goal. Um, I walked graduation in crutches. It was such an awesome experience, really. Like I finished and I show, I show everybody and I show my kids, I show myself that you really can do everything that you yep. put your mind to. It's is you really have to have that motivation and the fire inside of you to keep pushing forward, no matter what's going on. Yeah. Like you can really do, you can really finish whatever you want, despite all the struggles that are going on. So I, I had that out of the way, um, which I feel great. And that that taught me, hey, if I did this, I can do whatever. Yeah. I can do whatever. If I finish my my bachelor's in a cast and breastfeeding at the same time, a three month old and having so much pain, I can do anything. Yeah. So that let me like I will continue to pray. Say, what should I do next? I can't go back on my feet. I was still in a lot of pain. So what should I do next from home? So that's how I started diving into the social media space a lot so yeah no me and that's an incredible journey and also like very motivating right to like be able to say like hey i went through all this this is the end result there was an accomplishment to the end of that story and there's probably things that you've done to do those things that you're doing now around instagram and things of that nature so the question we ask every single person that comes on the show is what are the three things that you're doing outside of work and career that are helping you be successful today Number one, every day that I get up, before I put my feet on the ground and I get up, I, I thank God for everything. Okay. I'm very grateful. I will um, meditate for like one minute or so. And so that's how I, I start my morning. It's a morning routine. No negotiable. Okay. Like that is a morning routine. Be grateful for the things that you have. And for the things that you are right now, you have a life, you have a purpose, you have a family, you have a roof, whatever is in your life that you have, be grateful and start your morning with gratitude. Yep. Um, then, like I said, motivational audio. I should be reading, but right now I don't have <laughs> a 
time. Like I had a lot of books to read before I had one kid. Now yeah, that's what normally like, happens with like, books is that everyone tells you you should read this book and they're like, yeah, I got it. I got it. And there's like literally 15 books that I have that I just have not read. And I'm like, don't like, I don't even ask people what book do you recommend? It's like, don't even, I don't even want to know. Cause like I'm already way, way, way behind. So <laughs> I know there's I so that. many books that there's I, so many. I could read, but so many. So I just put my, you know, my earplugs and start listening to, I mean, there are so many great audio, great podcasts that you can listen to for motivation. But the ones that I just go back to are Brendan Burchard. I love him. Yep. That's the, it's because of actually his words that got me through my, through my, through the whole year that I was like totally kind of depressed and my mental health suffered. It was actually because of him that, you know, it cut me up. It kept me pushing forward. There's something about him really that is just so great. He's amazing at what he does. And then I also listened to kind of like old school, but he's the best, I think, in the whole industry of motivational speaking. Um, Dr. Brian Tracy, have you heard of him? I have throwback. Yeah, I've, I've, heard, I've heard of him before. Yeah, Brian Tracy. Oh my gosh, like he really gives me goosebumps every time. And so I like to listen in the morning and at night because you have different energy. There's okay. different type of energy through your day, right? Like in the day, I want something upbeat. So I will listen to Brenda Burchard. And at night, as I'm trying to wind down, I will listen to Brian Tracy and Dr. Um, David Jeremiah. Okay. Um, so I know there's a lot of other motivational, inspirational speakers out there, uh, but those are the ones that align with my values and my religion beliefs. So I love, I love them. So motivational audio, it is for sure part of my, part of my life every day. And then I will get on Clubhouse sometimes. There's one room that I listen, um, every Friday morning, Okay. breakfast for champions. I don't know if you if you listen to it. I have I have not gone around to listen to it, but I've I've heard people talk about it. I've heard good things about it, but I've never been in the room. It's it's great. It's um, host by Glenn Dunley. Okay. Um, and there is actually great people there with life experiences, really great motivational speakers, and people with knowledge, people with wisdom, which is different from. So I believe that's how. I'm almost 40, so I don't like wasting my time, right? Yeah, like yeah, if I, I don't like to waste time, and I don't like to waste time of other people's as well. So I really value time, okay? So when they told me Breakfast for Champion, I think my husband said, go listen to this. So I went and I really started consuming the content. People are really, with, like, very wise. They're really giving you goals of nuggets there about life experiences and, and what to do with motivation and all that stuff. So it's no people that are in their early twenties and trying to figure things out yet. So I believe that there's two types of people that yes, you might be in your early twenties. You might have had some struggles down the road, some failures, you got bucked up, you, you, you did your thing. You feel like you are on top of the world. But still, you are in your early 20s. You have not lived enough. 
mm-hmm. versus someone that it's in their 40s or 50s or 60s that have gone through a whole lot more. They have tons of life experiences to tell. So that's the big difference from choosing or picking, you know, your favorite podcast or audio. So that's why I don't like to waste time and like to go with, with the best of the best. Yep. Um, so life experience speaks a lot more wisdom is what you gain from from having you know through your life of years that's the difference from someone in their early 20s versus someone in their 40s or 50s so breakfast uh, breakfast for champions is a great great room and full with people of that of that caliber yeah so Brothers of Champions, if you've got Clubhouse, definitely go check that out. Sounds like a great room for anyone here looking to level their game up. If we went back to the three things, so I understand this correctly, it's number one is the prayer, but the morning routine. Number two is the motivational audio. And three, was it, was three like life experiences, like learning about people's life experiences? What was that third part there? Um. Oh, so now that was all part of my motivational audio. Got so. It. The third part is for me is like having some just time for myself and exercise. So I try to do some type of movement. That's how I kind of connect to my mindset. I kind of like connect my body with my mind and I can try to do whether it's five minutes on the day, 10 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever it is. I try to move my body and sweat. I like to sweat a lot. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's key. That's key. I mean, movement is absolutely critical. I, I mean, we as humans love, love. aren't supposed to, yeah, we're not supposed to just sit down all day long, right? So we want to make sure that we're doing some type of workout, things of that nature. I know, I know. Getting an interruption in the middle of the episode and having an ad pop up in the middle of a great point is the worst. However, I want to show some love to my organization and sponsor, JB Sales. And as many of you know, I started out giving out sales content on a YouTube channel and podcast called the SR Chronicles. And I created the one up formula to figure out different concepts. However, on a day to day basis, I'm still talking about sales. And I am a business professional that happens to give out sales techniques and a sales trainer over at JB Sales. And we train reps for leading companies like Slack, Google. MindBody, Salesforce, and many fast-growing companies like that. And what some of you may not know, hot tip, is that you can access our content for yourself with our new on-demand platform. So people are constantly asking me for my sales tips and constantly asking questions from multiple platforms like on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and everything that I talk about is inside of the on-demand platform. And we're seeing crazy results from people all across the board. And people are DMing me telling me, hey, we're, we're scheduling 20X more meetings, 2X on our cold call conversions, and using video prospecting to schedule net new meetings into accounts they never were able to. So if you're interested in this, on these incredible results that we're seeing, feel free to check us out. And if you're in sales, and if you're looking to up your sales game, this is for you. So check us out, JB Sales On Demand over at ondemand.jbarrows.com. That's on demand, J B A R R O W S.com. And per usual, I'll put the link in the show notes. All right, let's get back in the episode.
one thing I want to go back to the morning routine. Most people come on this podcast, they say, this is my morning routine. And we've learned, I've heard a lot of different things, meditation, prayer, yoga, I'm diff- people have different beliefs and they do different things. So you're getting up in the morning. It's a normal day. Can you walk us through what your morning routine is and what are those non-negotiables in the morning routine? Non-negotiable. Um, so before I, just when I'm still in my bed, I will be just praying and thanks and thanking God that I have life and that my kids are healthy. Mm-hmm. And then second, I will be doing my prayers that will God will protect me for the day and my kids and my family. Then I will drink my coffee. That okay. is not no negotiable. You gotta have the coffee. You have my coffee. <laughs> I'm you a coffee, have the coffee. I gotta have my coffee. Um, and then I'll start checking my emails, and that's something I sh- I need to actually do my routine now differently after the kids go back to school. Okay. So I used to do exercise in the morning, but now because there are summer breaks, I cannot do that. But try to move my body in the morning. That's going to be my routine when after school. Um, so I'll be checking emails and start getting to work here in the comfort of my home. So, okay. You're waking up, you're doing your prayer. Like you talked about, you have to make sure you get your morning coffee. Workouts are dependent upon what's happening with the kid's schedule. And then yeah. from there you're, you're moving into the work. So with inside of the morning routine for the, for the prayer, I'm very curious because everyone does it differently in their meditation, et cetera. Is it the same prayer? Is it different do you have like a devotional book like i have one so like what are you doing there now i just talk to i just talk to god in the depends of the day for example if it's a really um i have I, we go to church every sunday okay that's and that we do that's 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 our sunday so when we go to church like i i learned there's a lot of people having difficult times for example just last saturday last last weekend i learned that there was a lady who's suffering from health issues and that was a lady that i really really value so i keep praying every day for her i pray for for others as well i pray for other people not just me and my family so it it depends what's going on like on the world uh cuba for example right now they're going through lots of awful things Mm awful awful things people are killing each other it's just like i'm praying for cuba it's like what's going on in the world outside of our comfort there's other people having it really bad so that's why i go back to gratitude waking up with gratitude for the things or the little things that you have and you just take for granted yeah we do it's perspective, especially like actually you, you mentioned that. Like I remember the first time I went to India and it was perspective. Like I didn't, I never been there before, but when you're walking around, you're interacting with people, you realize that people have way, way less than us. However, they're still grateful for their life. So it's hard to be yeah. walking around upset, you know, be like, oh, like, you know, we have those days, but I think it's really important to just be like in that moment and be grateful, right? Of those things. And that's what that prayer does now when you're saying things are grateful this this question comes up because some people have a number or it sounds like for you might be unlimited when you were saying hey this is what i'm grateful for are you writing these things down are you just saying them out loud depending on what the what's happening in the world like what happens there in terms of the gratefulness in that morning routine 
Yeah, I don't. I know a lot of people, and I have friends also that do lots of gratitude, um, like journaling, yep, yep. right? Those are part of their routine. I don't. I don't. I don't write. I don't have a gratitude journal, for example. Right. Um, it's just between my heart, my soul, and 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 God, really. Um, so I I go through through how what I'm grateful in my life, then I'll pray for what's going on outside the world, in the world, and for other people that are suffering. So I will pray for other people. Um, and it just might go from one minute to like five minutes, or maybe if I need more prayer than if I'm having a tough week yeah, or I'm battling something <laughs> between me, maybe my confidence or like, Oh, I need a little bit more perk, you know, a little bit, a little bit more motivation to, to wake up today. I'll pray for that. But really it doesn't happen that often when you have kids is different. Like you got to go. It's a different scenario. You might not have five minutes. They're already yeah. waking you up. Five seconds, maybe, right? So no, <laughs> so no. I think that's really important that you laid out that morning routine. It's probably a lot of people listening in have kids, are moms, right? They want to figure out what they're doing. So I think that's a really great morning routine that you have that anyone can follow, which leads me to the next point, right? Which is the motivational audio that you talked about. So you do it in the during the day, morning, and at night. That's really interesting because some people like like I'll listen to all of my YouTube and audio in the morning. But like, I don't really listen to the audio at night. I'll use like ambient noise. So what got you into doing both, right? Morning, day, and night. Was it something you heard from someone? Was it just like you gravitated towards this? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. I will have to actually, uh, my husband is the one um, that he started putting Dr. David Jeremiah at okay. night. So I have to give you know, proper credit to him. Was that random? Was he just like, Hey, he's been doing it forever. Or was he just like, we need this one day. He's being brought up very, very, um, very religiously than me. (laughs) So he, he's the one that really like got me into like, like, um, now I'm, I'm giving you my, my, now my religious story. Like he got me to the one that I, I kind of was born again as a Christian. So thanks to him. So he started to just plug in Dr. D- David Jeremiah and at night, because if you have not heard his voice, his voice is like a lullaby. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> it's like such a soft and motivation too, that it puts us to sleep. So it's just been like a routine, really. That makes sense. It's like you got like a, a great sink way. in the couch. It's like a sink in the couch type of voice. Yes. Like, yep. What a great way to actually go to sleep, not just in a soothing way like that, but listening to God's words, you know, yeah. listening to, to that high level of like what God has in your life, everything about everything about God and, and religious and motivational too in life, what to do with your life. Yeah. So it has become a habit of, of my husband to hit open the iPad and hit play. Mm. And it has episodes. So we kind of know which episode comes next. So we hit play, we listen to to the soothing and and very a lot of wisdom. And what a great way to fall asleep that way. Knowing that God has your back all yeah. the time. 
No, I, I love the, the, the story around how you got into that through your husband throwing on the dog Jeremiah Davis and then really diving into like what you were learning from it. And it's cool that you use it like as a nightly routine to go to sleep. Like, everyone- like, like I said, it's two different um, energy levels that you should be mind- mindful. You can't, if I will listen to Brendan Burchard or maybe um, Grant Cardoni at night, it will, mm. how am I going to go to sleep? I'll, it will be hype me up. Yeah, it's like, like oh, it's next idea. Oh, I have some <laughs> idea to do. Oh, no, and it's 10 o'clock. I need to go to sleep. So you have to play with the energy. You know, you got to be kind of like mindful of your energy levels. Uh, maybe you're a night owl. So I don't know. But, yeah. you know, we have, it's important to have a routine. Like that is, you have to have a routine in life. Like you cannot be just like wandering until three o'clock in the morning. You know, you got to have, you got to wake up a certain time. You got to go to sleep a certain time. Yep. Those are the little things that it really shape you to, to have great routines. When you have a great routine, you perform better. You, yeah. you, you can achieve things better when you have routines like that. So I think it's important that, um, and my husband is probably much, much better at that, what I do, but, you know, like I said, he was the one trying to get into the habit of doing this at night. Then he has to have his shake at a certain time, his protein shake. Mm-hmm. That's what, you know, it kind of like, so those little things too are the ones that shape you into the person that you're going to wake up the next morning and do the same thing again. So those are the little things that you should have every single day since you wake up to the moment that you go to bed there are different energy levels that you have to be mindful and a lot of people might sound my friends for example or some even my family they say and you don't get tired of doing the same thing every single day mm-hmm. like doesn't the, some of the like the questions that i get like you not get tired or bored like, how could I get bored of, for example, at night, listening to such a wisdom audio from and listening God's word that actually not only puts me to sleep in a good way, yeah. but it, it makes me wake up the next morning actually more like fueled because I know that God has our back. And I know today has another different purpose every single day. So that, no. And, and you, the, you mentioned the energy levels. I think that's really important is that I've read the book. You probably have heard of the author, Napoleon Hill, because you probably have looked or seen Thinking Grow Rich. Most people listening in know what that book is. You got Outwood and the Devil, et cetera. But he's got another book called The Law of Success. The first chapter, and I believe Thinking Grow Rich actually talks about this too, but the first chapter literally is about energy and how everything revolves around energy. So like how you feel and your energy is going to obviously – connect with someone else or not connect with someone else, right? If you have a bad energy, yeah. that, like I'm not going to, well, I'm probably not going to yeah. be in line with someone with bad energy versus if I have a lot of, a lot of like hype energy, that might be too much for some people, right? So the energy part that you brought up is like really important because I think a lot of people don't think about what they're consuming. Like if I mentioned earlier, but if I was like listening to Gary V at night, I remember the yeah. first time I listened to Gary V at night and I was, I was up way too late because I was too fired up, right? Like I need yes. something soothing so I can actually sleep, right? So 
So I might listen to someone like really hype during the day, right? Because I can get right. beat. But at night, like you said, I'm probably going to find someone who maybe is a little bit more soothing, right? Or something more soothing, right? I think depending on our moods, we have to figure out what type of music or in your case, motivational audio that you're going to play. So, you know, before we move on to like the exercise and having time for yourself, you mentioned Brian Tracy, Dr. Jeremy. Who else would you recommend in terms of motivational audio that you've liked? If you could name two to three people. Um, I like Jared Glant as well. I don't know if you've heard of him. He, he is part of the 10 X okay. with Grant uh, Cardone. Then who else I like? Oh my gosh, there's a few. Um, oh, um, I like um, Jenna Kutcher. Okay. And she's a big in social media. And I like her story. I like a lot of her story as well, too. I kind of kind of relate to that as she's a mom as well. So I like her, Jared Glant, and I forgot the other name. But there's not a few. I mean, it's just very limited. Like I said, I'll, I just like, I like to go back to the to the people that have lived a lot and they have a lot of life experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me remember the other name. Week out, yeah, we can definitely come back and remember it. Because the reason I mentioned that is because I'm assuming that you probably have a rotation. You mentioned Brian Tracy. And th- those are like the main ones. But I'm assuming like every now and then you're like, oh, let me see what so-and-so is doing. So like, appreciate you giving that insight on that. And then the last part is like, you talked a little bit about having a movement for exercise. You're doing stuff in yeah. the morning, doing stuff in the afternoon. Most guests we talk to, like this is part of their three. So obviously it's good to see that people are getting out there. But you're saying having time for yourself. You have yeah. kids, like we've talked about. How do you find time for yourself? How do you block that out? Do you tell the kids, hey, for an hour, don't talk to me? Like, I don't know how it works. So like, what, what, are, you, what are you telling them? And how do you go about this to have time for yourself? Because obviously some people may be wondering that. Oh my gosh, that's funny. No, they they... I have, I have, I have, I'm very lucky that I have a really well-behaved mm. kids. I mean, they're a bunch of energy, but they understand that mommy, like today, right now, mommy has a, a meeting. So they know I yep. have a meeting and they understand that. Um, and I take time for myself, whether it's five minutes or one hour, I really like to dive in into those. If it's just five minutes to breathe and five minutes to kind of like meditate, if it's throughout the day, mm-hmm. like I take that seriously. <laughs> you take a walk or you just like go in a room? Like what are you doing? No, sometimes I just like go into, you know how sometimes if the, you're just staring or like at the wall or like I have a lake view, I have a beautiful lake. Mm-hmm. We don't have a, a, a lake. So my, I put up my, my laptop looking at the lake. So I will just be looking at the lake and at the birds. Like we have such a wild nature out there. I'll be just taking the nature part of me to, if I'm like, there's something going on with social media, or I just feel a little bit of like, oh my gosh, this is just getting too much. Yeah. Right. I need to take a little mentally break. I will stare at the, at the nature. I will stare at my lake, the water. There's something with the water. Hmm. I, that's why I always we always love to go by the beach on Sundays or Saturdays. So I look at the lake and I'll just start like really just, you have to have your mind. It's always on your brain. It's wired. 
by your energy. Your brain is wired by how you're feeling and your emotions. So you need to reset it. So when you're feeling like uh, there's a lot of things going on, the next meeting is coming up at 12 and then uh, another thing is coming up half an hour late. Like, yeah, you have to reset it. Just like your phone, when your phone is going out of whack, so you have to reset it. The same thing with your brain. So I will reset my brain for like two or five minutes, just looking at the lake, at the nature and thinking about nothing, nothing. And then my kids will be talking to me or like, maybe like, mom, I want water. Mom, (laughs) I'm literally not listening. Yeah. I'm like literally so into it that they're like, are you okay? Like, yeah, mommy's okay. Okay, what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm really like, I have wired my brain into have that block moments. Yep. But then you feel refreshed. So a lot of people will think, oh, I have to go for a walk. And if that works for you, go for a walk. But I think it's very important as well that you just reset your mind, reset your brain to don't think about nothing. Nothing. Don't think about nothing. I, I love that because I do something similar because I used to travel once, like once every single week. And so like my nothing time would be like when I'd be on like on an airplane. And yeah. for those of you who have never consistently traveled, like the most peaceful place that you will have is when you're sitting on an airplane. Cause most people like are not trying to talk to you, right? Everyone's trying to get either get work done or they're like check out. So it's actually a really good place to just like not think about much and just like, okay, let me just zone out here. So because I wasn't traveling as much, I was like struggling to figure out like, when is the time for me to like have that zone out period? And so I created something very funny. Again, you said reset. I'd call it like a reset activity. So I would like leave my apartment, walk upstairs because I'm an apartment complex or walk around the building. And I was like, that was my way to like get away and just not think about anything and just like relax for a bit. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I would recommend it to other people as well. Just like you said, is like, just take the time to like not think about anything. I promise you for the some people who are or like me or us that are like freaking out, like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Yeah. That five, 10, I take 30 minutes of just not really thinking about anything could benefit you in the long run. Yes, absolutely. It's just like, shut it off. Yeah. Just shut your brain off. <laughs> no, I, I love it. And, and so as we like wrap everything up, so you give us a lot of advice and tips on like what you're doing. We had the routine, we had the motivational audio, you gave us some people and even talked about having time for yourself. We even mentioned like having the movement for the working out, which kind of goes into the time for yourself. So now we would like to hear like, what's the best piece of advice that you've heard recently? From like anyone or? Anyone, yeah, anyone, doesn't matter. Who cares what other people think? like really that's just just something that is always stuck uh, on my head like who cares what other people on social media or who cares what all the people in your neighborhood in a supermarket and wherever you are at and you want to do something who cares you know why because it's like um the pandemic when the pandemic hit and you were going to the supermarkets for example all mask masks with the mask and everything people were in a state of anxiety, yeah. right? And they were like, oh, like <gasps> trying to start collecting toilet paper and collecting all everything. And there was like a fight about everything. But when you turn things around, turn it the other way, smile at somebody and say, hey, it's going to be okay. 
Yeah. When you switch, when you switch that that you know the switch, and you really switch the the situation around for positivity. Who cares what those people think about you? That you might be very weird. <laughs> you might be a weirdo, but who cares? Yep. Switch it around for the positive. And that is a contagious thing. So when I feel like I'm a very in- intuitive person, I feel miles away if someone has a bad vibe. There's something, they're having a bad day. Yeah. If I'm at a Publix, my supermarket, I see someone not smiling, for example, there I just feel there's just something about him. I will look at him. I will be looking at the lady and I will just kind of give him a nice smile and they smile back. Yeah. And they appreciate that a lot. You don't, they, you don't know what they're yes. going through, but they appreciate it. Exactly. So who cares what other people think about you? Do what is right and do what, what really is inside of you. You want to talk to someone that you don't know and it's a really tall stranger at the line of Walmart, talk to them and say, hey, how's your day going? And then you never know that you are going to switch their mindset and, and make them their day just by smiling and saying, hi, how are you? Yeah. So it's the little things. If you see someone, maybe they're having a bad day, reach out, to, well, reach out to them, but like say, call out to them, say, hey. How's the day going? Maybe it's a quick smile. But ultimately, I, I agree with you is that we sometimes care too much about what other people think, even though they have yeah. no impact or influence on like our life at all. So I think that's a great piece of advice. And as we wrap up, where can people find you if they want to connect with you, reach out to you, talk to you? Where can they go? Uh, Instagram, of course. Uh, yeah. Juliana, Juliana Van with the G, G-I-U-L-I-A-N-A, Van. You can send me a DM with any questions you might have about social media or how to grow on Instagram and grow your business using Instagram. Perfect. Well, hey, if y'all want to connect with her, like she said, go follow at Juliana Van and I appreciate everyone listening in. And as always, y'all one up and we'll see you all next time.